Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hi everyone, and welcome to History Dweebs. I am Tim. And welcome to the podcast where we take a light-hearted look at the dark side of history. Today we're going to talk about Caveman, the death of Floyd Collins. Floyd Collins was a uh, explorer who um, was a pioneer when it come to caves. Brandy, your thoughts on that? Hey, hate caves. He was a spelunker, Timmy. It's splunk quite a bit, Brandy. Brandy, have you ever had anyone splunk around you? (laughs) Well, on you, devil. Oh, my God. Put the little little hat or light around the forehead. I can can picture Brandy screaming, not in the hair, not in the hair. Like when you had your big hair. (laughs) When you had your big hair back in the 80s. Oh, my God. When you, you know, you know, like picture this, Colonel. Okay. The economics professor with the little cave uh oh spunky my God. cat hat yeah. on with the with the light. Taking a little shovel and a pickaxe with him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, Brandy gonna get an A now. Brandy <laughs> gonna get an A. How does she how do you manage just to get a C plus, Brandy? That's, that's I know. <laughs> I don't believe that I ever ever you said just I got weren't a C into plus. it. That's how Whatever. I remember it. That's how I, I remember it. I know it is. Yeah. I know it I is. I recall it as a C plus. I know. That's All right. Amazing. Well, it's an amazing story. Uh, before we get too far into this, let me let me remind our listeners that we are a comedy podcast. We sometimes use adult language. Well, I'm saying well, we. We're too. sometimes a potty, uh, uh, comedy podcast, too. Yeah. <laughs> Not always. <laughs> Not a, always. A comedy podcast. Uh, I, I say that. Um, we sometimes use adult language, Colonel. Of course, when I'm just covering for someone because you and I don't. We never use adult well, language. No, we're barely we have adults. A firm grasp of the King's English, Timmy. Right. Um, some people uh, of the lower case. Let's just say that, Timmy. What? Of the lower case. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. First of all, studies. case. It's it's a it's a system in India. You know where uh, that's a caste. No. Yeah, they, they they do, Brandy. Like if you break your arm in India, you can only get your uh, arm fixed in certain okay, ways. First of all, there's a caste yeah. system over People there. People who cuss are shown to be smarter. So, hmm. Yep. Uh, you know that was in like 
one of those. Uh, I've seen that go by. It was on one of those clickbaits, and, and yeah. it's for it's like for what? all you twelve up or something that make you want to feel better. Yeah. Okay. Like Whatever. BuzzFeed or some shit. Right. It was right. Right. Like oh. I'm not feeling good about myself today. I'm glad we're going to do this. Oh, here we go. Cussing makes me feel, cussing makes me smarter. No, it doesn't really, but you read it, and and then they're getting because they have all these foul people there. I refuse to take any any advice from somebody who lives on the West Side. Like, I'm not going to take advice. I'm not going to, you know, you live on the West Side, so. He was, he's a settler. You know, he his family is clearly. Help settle. No, I think Renee's the settler. (laughs) No, Renee's from the east side. She's a. She still is. Uh All this time, she's still exactly what I mean. Is a west sider. Exactly. For our listeners who have no idea what we're talking about, there's a east side of Cincinnati and a west side of Cincinnati, and apparently, you can't be. You apparently, if you're from the east side, you can never live on the west side, and vice versa. Like east and west Berlin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It need to be a big wall that separates it. I when I first, you know, when I I my ex and I first started looking for a house, back in those days, they it was for the internet, so they just give you these big books, right? And they mm-hmm. they had one for the east side yeah. and one for the yeah. west side. MLM books, Timmy. And I asked my uh realtor, and she said you want an east side book or a west side book? And I said, "Well, can I have both?" And nope. She said, well, I've never had anyone ask for both before. Yeah. So, yeah. Apparently, it's a The West thing. Side of salt of the earth working people, devil. That's yeah, what we are. Yeah, it's a blue collar, blue collar side yeah. of town. Whereas you're. The, the East Side are the yuppies. They drive the little BMW. My son. No, we're, I understand. We're the Hyde difference. Park. And, and he, uh, one day, he's like, you know, when you, you ever notice that when you come over here? You see so many people jogging and doing all that stuff. And I said, yeah, Taylor, because they got more to live for over here. <laughs> Basically, they got a reason to live. Right. See all the fast we're just, food we're just the trying to survive over here. Yeah, well, we're KFC just trying to survive and, over here. And on the west Skyline side. Chili. On the west <laughs> side, they're jogging into traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More of a brisk yeah. walk. Well. Perfect. They're, they're, I'm on the north. The, I'm on the north side. So yeah, you don't even count. You have no. You have no reason to be. Oh no, you have no standing here. Yeah, you don't have. You have no dog in this. You, right? you, don't, no. you don't have standing. We northerners look down on y'all. You're from Lebanon, for Christ's sake. You're goddamn right, I am. And you we don't look, get to look. And down we look on down anybody. on y'all. Yes, we. Yeah, do. people from Newport are looking down on people from Lebanon. People Absolutely in the not. Commonwealth of Kentucky. In the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Are looking down Timmy. upon you. We have, we no, have four no, Commonwealths not. in this country, Timmy. Four Commonwealths. What are they, Colonel? Oh. You know? And do you know what the difference between a Commonwealth and a state is, Timmy? No. Fucking but, thing. Well, what, what's the difference? Not a, not a goddamn thing, <laughs> Timmy. We just sound more pretentious, right? Thing. I think it's just, yeah. I think Commonwealths are just states that are, are just, you know, people that were too lazy to actually put in the petition for statehood. I think yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, they might have done that. Yeah. It's you know, it's funny. Work. Kentucky has a state bird, even though it's not a state. How does that happen, Colonel? They and what is and what is your bird? state bird? The dodo? I don't know what the hell it is. But the I, pelican. I, they, we have one. Uh, write that down, Brandy. Look it up. Write that down. I'm I'm 
I'm not going to write it down. Apparently, but thank you for asking. Apparently, a comment occurred on our on our Facebook page that we were under the mistaken uh, assumption that the Bee Gees were from England and not Australia. They're from Australia. Yeah, but apparently, yeah, we apparently we or I have mentioned that they were from because I thought they I thought they lived in. England. I thought it was from outside. Well, they lived in England for a little bit, um, and but it came from you know they, they got this oh thing God. because when I was talking about the Bee Gees, Timmy mm-hmm. <laughs> started a joke. Wait a minute, hey Chuck. Started everybody believing Chuck. that they lived in Chuck. England. Little Massachusetts oh, girl, yeah. play a little Massachusetts. God. I like no. Uh, Massachusetts always through. I can't hit the high notes on Massachusetts. Uh, hey, been what about a little one? Lost in Love? That, that one brings a tear to my eye. Lost, lost in Love is Air in... Supply. Oh, no. Right, air Supply. Here here we go, Timmy. <laughs> now, this are, one, are there any this one was uh, 80. Yeah, I mean, you imagine how much money those some bitches made? I... I'm all out of love. Here, Devil, I'm, I'm dedicating this one to you, Devil. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you, devil. Yeah, all I hear I is that stupid insurance commercial. So long. <laughs> yeah, it's all I hear now is that stupid insurance. Oh commercial. no, no. Okay, but I remember. Listen, that. It wasn't lost in love, Colonel. It was. Uh, uh, wait a minute. I just had it. Love? No, no, no. How deep? You think, know, I'll if it's in it. well with this, how deep? Is your cave? How deep is your cave? <laughs> that would be very timely. I really need to know. Yeah. All right. Listen, Chuck. Because we're living in a world of fools, breaking us down, when they all should let us be. We belong to you and me. What do you think about that, Brandy? Brandy is... Brandy is oh, lost for words. Mm-hmm. All right, let's. Uh, you know, there's there's panties to, hitting the ground some, right now. Listen, I had to do some mothering right for now. a second. But listen, Charles, love so right is what I was thinking of, Colonel. Love so right. Oh my God, listen. I don't know them. The state bird <laughs> of Kentucky. Yeah. First of all, they can't even get their own fucking state bird. They're so dumb, they don't know their own, they can't get their own state bird. It is the cardinal. Uh, but, but, like, like yeah. half the states is the cardinal, though. The Louisville, Louisville cardinal. The Ohio state it's bird the cardinal. is the cardinal. The yeah. cardinal. All right. So they can't even get, you can't even get your own bird. Well, what do you want us to you have? Just the steal vulture? other people's shit. Well, yeah. I mean, vulture, turkey, buzzard. I mean, my God, turkey all of vulture. those fit. We're going to be talking about the great uh, Commonwealth of Kentucky in this podcast. But Where before we do, state bird. But before we do, I'd like to introduce my panel. Since we're fifteen minutes into this, it's better than we were last week. The very, let me introduce a woman who Colonel is uh, known throughout the Promiscuous. land. As oh my God, Promiscuous, uh drunken. Uh, five mouth. What? Uh, let's see. What's some other things? I'm two Ill out of three right there. So, um, okay. The very, uh, the very possibly rabid. 
Very lovely. <laughs> and talented. A lady who's known throughout the land as Brandy <coughs> the Benevolent. I wonder who called her Brandy the Benevolent, Colonel. You think that's like when uh, fat people are you. called skinny or tall people are yeah, called right. shorty? Right, the 400 guys called tiny? Yeah. Okay. That's where you get Brandy the Benevolent. <laughs> her Majesty. Do you even know what benevolent means, devil? <laughs> you know what fuck yourself means, Charles? Yeah, that's not, uh, I don't think she does. I think that's a clear indication yeah, she doesn't know. That's a pretty clear indication that she's not sure what it means. Oh, my <laughs> God. Her Majesty, Queen Brandy the First. How are you, Brandy, if at all? Not good, Timmy. Not good. Not oh, for, for Christ's sake. Exactly. Because I'm usually fine. It's you. You know, Colonel... Can that you, is the can, shit heel. Don't you get a sense that when she said that, all the eyes are rolling of our listening audience. You can just oh see them yeah. jogging down they the know street. She's got a posh life, yeah. You know, they're jogging all, down the street, trying to trying to have a few laughs where they where they work out. And, oh my god! Uh, the devil gonna bring us all down. And, or they're stories. you know they were stuck in traffic. And, oh, you know, when they heard her God. say not good, they just rolled their eyes because they knew it was going to be a long brandy time. Well, it depends on. Really? I mean, and and try, to, try to move along because I did some singing there in the beginning, and, and I believe a lot of the listeners might be uh, ringing nope. the devil's doorbell right They're now. They're not. If you know what I mean. You know, Colonel, I bet uh, you, you should be. A, your singing is probably. Do I need to be here? A, <laughs> I mean, I'm just checking. Well, I'm, I'm just wanting to run this by you too, Brandy. You know, back in the day when women were considered to be having bouts of hysteria, the uh, doctors would manipulate them, uh, put their hand. The pretty ones. Uh, the pretty, pretty ones. One. They put their hand the under ugly their ones skirt. They vibrator too. And and they would they would uh, pleasure them so that they would. Uh, you know, would calm him down. I can see uh, a doctor's uh, referring uh, ladies like that today to you, Colonel, to hear you sing. That's well, disgusting. You know, I'm just thinking it's you know like at a Bee Gees concert or whatever. It, and and people have sent me messages and said, you know, I, I while have I it. enjoy your singing, um, sometimes it, it it just compels me to throw my 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 under things at the screen at the monitor that's nothing and, uh, that has ever been said to you ever and it's uh so i apologize for that ladies but you know continue continue and you know enjoy yourselves i'm 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 happy that people are comfortable with their own free with their own sexuality to uh enjoy the colonel on a sunday afternoon what the that's, actual uh, fuck was you that you are <laughs> <laughs> he's a humanitarian brandy Unlike I mean, uh, give you. It All right, tell us what your problem is. Yeah, what's your problem, devil? No, I'm, I, I know, right? And I'm over it. Just, you know, I was just going to talk about, like, I'm really full of rage, and I really need to go to a rage room because I just want to beat the shit out of stuff. But, I mean, by all means, let's move forward with your bullshit. <laughs> Timmy, how because... long have we been doing this podcast, Timmy? Uh, I've been six years, Colonel. And she is going to say she's full of rage like it's some goddamn epiphany. <laughs> I'm you know, normally Why not. don't you just say... That's incredible you know, insight walk, you have there, Brandy. Yeah, yeah there's some not. self-awareness there, devil. 
No, here's the problem. Full of rage, you say. Hmm, Usually on here, no. Usually on here, I'm full of rage at you. And, And I get over it because, you know, it just, we don't, we're not together in the same space anymore, which helps our relationship quite a bit. We're not together in that space. But, you know, today in the past couple days, I just, I'm, I'm, I am especially aggravated and I'm not sure why but by all means let's do you want me to tell you why double I'm going to tell you why I'm going to tell you why well, some of it and, is my baby is moving away my oh. baby is moving away he's no, moving no, no, further no, no. away I'm going to tell you well no I'm I don't need you to mansplain no, you need my me fucking to tell rage you, you need I me don't to tell need you, you to mansplain you need me to my okay, rage. Devil, I'm reaching out my hand to help you just grab help it. Help I'm going help to break you. it off. I'm reaching out my hand to you. No. Let I'm going to break it off. Help you help you, devil. No. My baby is moving away. Where's he moving, moving to? Uh, he is moving down in like the furthest bit of Loveland. He's moving. Oh, for fuck's they... sake, it ain't like he's moving to. <laughs> Fuck no, him. but he's been right Texas. next door. He's been right next door now for, you know, and it's been nice because he's, you know, actually almost a fully formed man. And it's, he, you know, he amazing. Is, he, I, and he's, uh, you know, he is he's a fine nice. Man. Yeah, he's, he's gotten nice man. and helpful. Very articulate. and Yeah. I, well, I don't, yeah. he doesn't swear. I don't know. I don't know how that happened, Colonel. Well, because no, I don't know how it happened. He's, he's well, well I don't know why? young. He's because well there was no swear where he grew up. To me, there was no swear words left in the house. Yes, there were. <laughs> you know, it's like trick cereal. All of a sudden, you go looking for your trick cereal, and there, there's none there, and you think, who ate all the goddamn tricks? Okay, so, Brandy, where, where is uh, all the cuss words? Brandy, why is Jacob moving to far flung Lebanon? Yeah, no, not Lebanon. Loveland. Okay. Loveland. Loveland. Okay. Yeah. There's a difference. It's, it's going to be about a 15, 20 minute drive, would you say, Devil? Far enough. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah he's not it, moving to Hong Kong or Bangkok. I didn't say he was moving like anywhere like that. <laughs> I just said he was moving away. And now, if he needs something, it's not as easy for me to get to them. So, I'm not, whatever. He's, he's okay. I'm sure he wasn't. I'm sure he's not trying to move far away from you, Brandy. It just so happens that that's where he's yeah. moving. Yeah, I, that's farthest he could find. No, <laughs> if I was him. I'd be moving to like. Wait, you got something on the west side? No, he would there. never go there. Don't come. That's so let me let me let me just, Devil. I want you to. I want you to. Uh, and my friend retired this week, so now I won't metaphor- see him all see, the time. That's where you. That see, that's what you're carrying around with you, devil. That's what you're I, carrying around. You yell at Timmy. It. You yell at me. But you know what? What it is, devil, is Timmy retired. He's going to be a gentleman fisherman. And, uh, I am. And uh, and it's okay to feel lost, devil. It's okay. You don't have to lash out at everyone. Just no. I'm lashing out at the two of way. you. Right, grieving a healthy way, devil. It's, Timmy's going to be leaving. You don't like to admit it, but you're going to miss him, devil. You're going to miss, miss him. him. You know why? I because there's admit only going to be one person to kick around when you get in there now. And you, you think, well, yeah, you can. Me. You can put all of your energy on Chuck, Brandy. Well, that sounds amazing. 
<laughs> and you're also feeling guilty because Timmy's retiring and you didn't properly appreciate him when he was there, devil. It's guilt that's eating at you. It's 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 like a uh it's like a, a guilt cancer that's riddling your body. I can't. So it's making you, know you rage. Because I can't even my because head's you were ready there to explode. And uh Timmy was there every day with and you had you your chance to today. be nice to him, but you didn't, devil. You didn't. And now now he must have, that he must have had an closed. extra cup of coffee this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that I, window's closed, devil. You had a chance fuck? to be nice to Timmy, and it's all gone. And you're thinking, nah, I, nah. I, another person in my life that I ruined a relationship just because, well, because I'm not a good person. <laughs> but here's the thing. Oh, please. You keep doing I'm this loving podcast. that you're mansplaining my rage. I love <laughs> we're this. Gonna, we're going to make I you. I love this. And, and I don't know that we're ever going to make you a good person, but we're going to try to make you a serviceable. Well, you know, serviceable. Not like the economics <sighs> professor that made you serviceable. But oh we're going to make you a, a kind of a normal person, devil, if we can do that. Like that so, diarrhea of the not. face that you just did there <laughs> was a complete fucking waste of breath, time. I mean, so much there. I don't need you to mansplain my rage. I get well, what my rage is about. Tonight, I don't need might... it mansplained. In fact, I really need very few things mansplained to me. What I'm getting or mansplained to you is that if you don't fucking stop it. I will find you. I know where the West Side is, and you can't be that hard to find. Hey, where's Chuck? All his teeth. Bitches a lot. Talks a ton. Where's he at? And they're going to show me. They're going to point to the fucking house and go, there's a really nice blonde woman that lives there, and some jackass who beats squirrels with bats and can't shut the fuck up about how his dog barks at other dogs and how he met an Asian guy one time that shit in a bag in Mammoth Cave. So that's how I'm going to know where you are, and I'm going to come in while you're sleeping, and I'm just going to put a little bitty pin prick and inject you so full of black tar heroin that it's going to, you're going to bleed black tar heroin when they cut you open, all right? So let's move forward here before I actually fucking find you with my goddamn dog and my nine-year-old sailor here, all right? It seems you put a lot of force. I swear to God. I can only, you know. I'm, not, uh, I'm sensing a little bit of rage, devil. I will fucking kill you. I'm sensing a vibe of uh, an unhealthy I think there's some vibe. hostility there. Yeah. Have you, have you ever that. seen anyone about your anger issues, Brandy? The, the colonel, of course, he passed the... Uh, he passed Well, the, yeah, uh, he did pass that, didn't he? The, uh, the anger <laughs> exam, devil. Yeah, he anger did. management. Hey, I was I was valedictorian of my civil treatment class, so well, y'all can't tell me shit. That, uh, although I did retire this week from my day job, yes, uh, the podcast is going to continue. I'm still on the podcast. I will have actually more. It's time not even to continuing devote. right now. Like we're just here. <laughs> like it's not even doing that right this second. I'll have even more time to devote to these fine scripts, Colonel. Perfect. Yeah. Can we just get Chuck's bullshit over with so we can talk about Floyd? <laughs> well, I was going to say a nice thing that I, even though I'm sad to be leaving my job, uh, it is bearable because I will still be with you guys on this podcast. So it 
No, no, no joke, no insult. That's the truth. But, but yes, let's uh, introduce a man, Brandy, who needs no introduction. He is a man. Well, he's a scholar, Brandy. First, first, he's absolutely not. Why? Because he's got like a GED and a high school diploma. Uh, Both. He's one of the smartest men I have ever met. He <laughs> is. A, you should get out more. Uh, he is known. As uh, well, you know, we're going through these troubled times with the COVID and all the nonsense that's going on, and uh, people turn to him, Brandy, in their uh, in their angst. He is uh, being described as an oasis in the desert of despair, Brandy. A man who is, by the way, a best-selling author who is now a colonel. I understand. That um, your book, How to Make Love to a Woman, now is in f- uh, a coloring book format. Which it is. I'm. It is. I'm so the kiddies. <laughs> no, not for the kiddies. Like an adult coloring book. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. no, I, I have a little one. Um, uh, for the kiddies, it's called uh, courting the Colonel way, just so they oh. can you know hoarding how to courting. Courting the Colonel way, like I, I still hear hoarding, courting, courting for fuck's sake. Listen, what's wrong Randy, with you? There are people in their relationships, a man and a woman. Sometimes they go out, they have a good yeah. time. They it's dinner, not just exchanging cash all the time, or grades, or grades, or, or yeah. grades. Why are you hoarding? Courting, devil. Courting, wooing. Do you hoard like box? Do you hoard like boxes, or do you hoard like cats? Uh, I cannot watch that hoarder moot show. Oh First my of God. all, love I it. Start clean. I, I start love cleaning it. my con. I start cleaning my condo every time it comes on. <laughs> love it. It's like a, you know my six hundred pound life or something. Oh no, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't sit there and eat and watch that. <laughs> yeah, you know those people all end up dead too. It, it's. It's oh, like yeah. a lot of them. You know what I don't get is they're like six hundred pounds and they're like you know, Janine. You know, two years later, you know, and she went through all this stuff where they ripped out her body parts, and it's like two years later, Janine is weighing in at five hundred and twelve pounds. Yeah, I'm thinking, first really, of all, I mean, leave Janine alone because it has nothing no. to do with you writing a book about hoarding, courting devil. Well, Oh, I, I didn't get. I didn't get to finish my introduction. You interrupted oh, yeah. me, yeah. Brandy. Of course he did. Introduction, devil. Uh, the very honorable, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hulk Walters the Third, uh, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Well, Timmy, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm fair to Midland, Timmy. Fair to Midland. Of course, uh, you fair are. to Midland. Yeah. I, I I came home. I, I will admit, I came home Friday. I was a little little angry. Little depressed, and uh, one of my friends, I was talking to him, and 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 they said, you know, now I, I just want you to think about this. Possibly, possibly you're feeling a little a uh, little sad because Timmy's retiring, and um, you know, but you you know that you made the most of your friendship while he was there. You you weren't really always He's yelling fucking at dead. him and calling him names and. Um, so don't worry about it because you guys are going to still be doing the podcast and you're still going to be friends. And, and then that person said, it's not like the devil who was always really mean and nasty to everybody, <laughs> including him. 
Um, you know, she should have guilt. She should have self-loathing. She should have, you know, her life's going to be terrible. Wait a minute. But you're going to feel fine. And then, you know, the next day I woke up and I felt fine to me. I just felt fine. <laughs> so, um, so First, really the takeaway from that is, is, is don't be the devil. Don't be no, the, the takeaway from that is you've got friends who get into other people's business and they shouldn't. They don't need to have my name Sometimes in their mouth at you all. You need an intervention. Sometimes you need an intervention, devil. I watch that show too. Amazing. You spend a lot of time watching uh, lowbrow television, Brandy. I must sometimes, say. sometimes I do. It depends on my mood, but yeah, yeah. Sometimes you, you just I, need that pick me up of, yeah, I'm a crappy parent, but I'm not shooting up heroin in a, in a McDonald's bathroom. Yeah, I my, I, my I place tend is to a be little more, messy, but they're not going yeah, to bite a devil cat. I tend my to my my uh, watching habits tend to be more upscale, more like sixty uh, day fiance, right? 90, 90 day fiance, whatever. It is. Sorry, sorry. You do not you do you do not appreciate quality TV, obviously. Yes, ninety day fiance. Yes, yes. It's very good. It's very good. It's, it's enlightening. Really not, but. It's about couples who date, Brandy. They go out on actual dates. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. then they then they get engaged and they get married. Do they though? Yeah. Well, and I think they do. Yeah, and but when they and when they do about, does it last forever? Uh, yeah, mostly, mostly No, forever. it doesn't. Mostly, well, you know, 2 weeks is not mostly forever. But Well, it's close. Timmy, how do you feel about retiring? I, like I said, I was, uh, you know, I'm kind of bummed. I won't see you guys every day, but we'll be podcasting, so uh, I'll get to talk to you every week, and then we'll see each other once the plague is over. Right. And hopefully we'll have a uh, DweebCon this year. That would be fun. That would be nice. And so I'm optimistic. No, I like it. I'm going to spend my time fishing, even though you scoff at that. You scoff yes. at me fishing. I don't know why. You know there's going to be one day, one day where he sees a big catfish, right? And then it's and he's uh, going to be obsessed with it. He's going to be a, he's going to be like old he's going to be grumpy old man. It's he's going to be, be grumpy old man. Every single day he's going to name that catfish. He's going to devote his life to catching that catfish. What was the catfish's what, name? What was the catfish's name on on grumpy old men? What oh, was it? I forget. Nah, now nah, I gotta look it up. I have not seen that movie. I don't think. What? But I'm. Well, you should. You have grumpy. time now. I'm not grumpy, nor am I old. Oh my gosh! All right, um, let's talk about. You look that up. We'll talk about Floyd yes. Collins. William Floyd Collins was born on July twentieth, eighteen eighty-seven. In Auburn, Kentucky, the great commonwealth of Kentucky, uh-huh. a region uh, known for its major tourist attraction, Mammoth Caves. Okay, is it Mammoth or Mammoth? Mammoth, it's Mammoth right? Mammoth. Mammoth. Yeah. Okay. Floyd loved caves as a kid. I mean, really, what kid does not love caves? Right, Colonel. Catfish what hunter. Boy, what Catfish young boy hunter was does not want to explore a cave? Or a cage. A cave. A cave. And, okay. well, some young boys want to explore ca- uh, cages, too. But 
What's the name of the catfish? Catfish Brandon? Hunter. That was oh, yeah. He was old. Catfish Hunter in the Grumpy Old Man, yeah. Named oh, yeah, now that I've said it. Picture. Yes. So Floyd loved caves as a kid, and many of the local people uh, called him Gopher. Kind of like Gopher on the love boat, Brandy. It's exactly like that. The love boat promises something for everyone. Do you think uh, Gopher got a lot of tail on the love boat, oh. Brandy? Well, I think Gopher and the captain had something dirty going on, something sordid. A Gopher and the captain? Yeah. Uh, you know, we found out today, last night, Brandy, that our good friend Nina instead. Yeah. From, of course, the hit podcast Already Gone. That she and her family was good friends with Don Knotts of Andy Griffith fame, Barney. Oh, I love that. And she confessed to us, Colonel, that she once slept in his bed. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. So we and she can whistle. Uh, she can whistle the tune from Andy Griffith. Yes. Now I don't think he was in the bed at the time, but I would hope uh, not. So, well, I don't know. You know, he was quite the playboy. Remember later on in Three's Company when he Oh, was, yeah, uh, he had ascots and all kinds of yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. He got a lot of tell on that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Anyway. And and the colonel confessed that her whistling... Uh, uh, got me a little tingly. Got me a little tingly, Timmy. Can we not? <laughs> Jesus. All right. Can Floyd... you whistle, devil? Yes, I can whistle. Could you just just whistle nope. like Green Acres or something for me? Devil? I absolutely see it, will see not. See if it does the same thing for me. I, see if it's I absolutely will not do thing that. I have. I love Green nope. Acres. That's <laughs> the best mm. show ever. Uh, absolutely not. Now, Floyd Collins may have grown up to be a farmer, but he knew from an early age that the riches of Kentucky's land lay not on in the soil, Brandy, but in the tunnels below it. People trying to tunnel out of Kentucky. Go ahead. Don't besmirch the uh, great Commonwealth of Kentucky. His family's uh, log cabin sat four miles from Mammoth Caves, an international tourist attraction that uh, contained a palatial system of caverns bigger than most mansions, a palatial of... system, devil. Palatial. Yes. That is a turn of a phrase right there. Palatial system. Dozens of I'm small. Picturing in my head. <laughs> Dozens of small private caves dotted the landscape. Growing up, uh, Floyd Collins dreamed of discovering a cave of his own. Now, Colonel, I know you've probably been to Mammoth, Mammoth Caves a lot. I don't want to do oh, this story. I try to I stick to the smaller it. ones. I, I try to stick to the minor caves, though. To me. All right. Well, tell us about you your get into the mammoth. I got a book. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. um, I got a book. You know that. And in in that book, I try to uh, try to Fuck. give men some advice when they experience what we call. Uh, Bajanus Cavus, and, and basically it's the <laughs> big woo-ha Cavus. to me. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a scientific term, Brandy. 
Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, and and basically yeah. it's it's just as simple as you know, getting some good sturdy rope and tying a rope, you know, knot around your ankle, and that way you know people can because there's nothing in nothing worse than not being able to be recovered from the well, there's there's ru- there, you know there's rules of safety that you have to follow is what you're saying, right. Right. Oh my God. You don't because you don't know. You know it, it's it's uh you you could be dealing with somebody and they look like a normal person and all of a sudden you know you get all romantical and my God. You start to get their clothes off and then they you know they kind of part their legs and all of a sudden it creates like a wind tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Furniture fly. It looks like the movie Twisted, Timmy. In, so in, in your room. Yes. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. And so you say before you know it, Colonel, you're you're lost and you're like filling the walls around and trying to find your way Right, you got a head wound from debris hitting you. I mean, it's just, it's a dangerous thing, you know, and and women should really come with a a warning sticker if they have that, but they don't. Now, Colonel, uh, it's in the book, uh, Colonel, off off the air, you was telling us about the time you went to Mammoth Games. And I I don't want to I don't know. No, I I went to Mammoth. We tried to do this last week and it was terrible and it was awful. Well, well, our Our listeners deserve this, Brandy. Go ahead, Colonel. They absolutely uh, do not deserve this. It's a it's a long walk to get to the bottom of it. So we're, we're taking a walk, and, and they tell you it's, uh, you know, if you're claustrophobic, don't go in it. And I'm not claustrophobic. We we have this, uh, I see this man, He's he, he looks kind of like a blend of a Chinese tourist and a mafia because he's got an Adidas track suit on, and it's all white and two black stripes. And then all of a sudden he very uh Now he's a, he's a Chinese guy, right? You said he was he a Chinese he is. Oh my and God! He urgently and frantically needs the guide. Mm-hmm. So he talks to the guide, Timmy. And I just hear the guy say, "The guide say we are in federal land. You cannot leave that here." <laughs> and I thought, well, surely he's not going to leave one of his cameras here. But he was not talking about one of his cameras. He got a quarter through the cave, Timmy, and all of a sudden he had to. Doo-doo, Timmy. <laughs> doo-doo. That's doo-doo. a technical term, Brandy. Yes. It's so they gave him a plastic bag, uh-huh. and he ran around the corner and dropped. Uh, he uh, he defiled the cave. Uh-huh. You know, and, uh, so he did he a number two. He picked it up two. like you do after your dog. Yeah. And he carried that in a plastic bag with him the rest of the tour, Timmy. Don't you want him to carry it you know, on tour. his head? Well, I'm just saying, I you know it was it was uh it was disturbing to me. <laughs> well, it's just it, something you don't see every day. Something you, you should don't have see checked it day. because you know there are you, you you since you were since you were there anyway, and you're you have a very scientific mind, Colonel. You should have Keen checked mind. it for disease because you know the different yeah, colors. Like if it was not, yeah. if it was white. That's oh my sign. God! That points Why? to a problem. Why is this a conversation? Yeah. Stop! Know your God. poop, Brandy. I feel. Like, believe me, I have two kids and a dog. I know my poop. 
Yeah. You do. Because when they're babies, that's all you talk about. Fucking poop. Well, I took a class once, a, a, a spelunking class, cave appreciation, I think it was. <laughs> and uh, I only took, I only signed up for it because I was uh, trying to uh, impress uh, a woman who, or a young lady. It's in college, my freshman year. And we go out to, uh, we go to Mama's ca- Mammoth Caves, and they show the professor, the instructor, whatever. There, he says, "Okay, we have to go back there," and. He pointed to the wall, and I swear it was like a crack. I mean, you couldn't even, the light, there was no even no light coming through. It's just a crack in the wall. So I end up hiking the rest of the day mm-hmm. and uh, dropped a class and never got a date with the, with the young lady, uh, Brandy. Your thoughts on that? I'm sure she dodged a bullet. <laughs> if you would have taken a little dog with you, Timmy. I went to uh, Hocking Hills when we first got Bo. Oh, that's nice. And I there. put him in a little strap thing on my chest. And I mm-hmm. and I said to everybody, I'm not carrying this goddamn dog around here like this because I look and ridiculous. Yet, and yet you carried him around in a baby Bjorn all did, fucking day, didn't you? Do you know, Timmy? Timmy, mm-hmm. I had to take a baseball bat and beat the women off of me with that dog. They were just believe chasing it. me down. Yeah. And it, between, that was, that really, was between me and Bo, there's more charm and handsomeness. And, well, uh, you know, I know Bo, Bo, Bo gets, gets, gets a lot of tail. Can uh, we talk I, about, can we talk yeah. about. Have you ever Floyd? seen his picture when he's wearing a tie, Brandy? Beauregard. He looks very handsome, very professional. Very dapper I, to me. He's very dapper. I don't need to post that. Colonel, you need to post that on the, on the history. Put that Facebook one up page. again, yeah. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Handsome. Can we just talk about Floyd? Oh, well, we were talking about caves. Uh, uh, have you been in a spelunking, devil? Fuck no. Because you should try. Walking in a cave is very peaceful. And I, and I actually think my next vacation is going to be... Uh, going to be... I don't mind walking in caves a caves all over these great United States. You know I don't that? mind, but I'm not squeezing through a crack. I'm not like, let's go see what's down here. We're not doing that. I've seen the descent. I know what happens. Screw all but that. You can find gold. You can find gold. I, I don't give a shit. I'm not getting stuck well, trying but, to crawl through some shit. Well, I'm claustrophobic, so that freaks me out. I do not yeah. want to be. I do not want to wait for the guy from the Tesla guy to come save me, Brandy. What's his name? Well, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to wait for him to have to come save me. So. But anyway, uh, Floyd Collins began exploring Kentucky caves alone, alone when he was six years old. As a kid, he'd ride to Mammoth Cave. Uh, he re- he'd ride to Mammoth Cave Hotel. There, there's a Mammoth Cave Hotel, Brandy. It's a, it's wow. a, it's beautiful, Tim. Actually, it's a very nice, it's a lodge, really. Yeah, they have. A, so they have. We a, spent three years, three years in a row that we would go down there on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. just stay. They had a big buffet, yeah. you know, you and they have continental breakfast. Cake. Continental breakfast. I mean, it was just, uh, it was all inclusive, Timmy. It was all inclusive. Uh, and it, you could buy sound, Indian heads lovely. and uh, Who Indian artifacts. Gives a shit. 
You know, caves are important Jesus. to me. I'm I'm planning my next. No, they're trip. not. You don't um, give yes, a good goddamn about I'm caves. I'm gonna make a <laughs> devil. I've been and in who gives a in, shit in, if it's the Mammoth Cave the Hotel upper... and Motor Lodge or it's a lodge, <laughs> it's a lodge. or no, it's a lodge. It's a it's, it's a, a motel. A oh no, it's a motor inn. Who gives a shit? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I don't. Nobody I don't gives a shit. There's that Timmy Colonel story. There's that Timmy and, it, and it's got a buffet. Who gives it's got a damn? A lovely buffet. Thanksgiving buffet. You can get all the turkey and mashed potatoes you want. Get the HBO oh. free. Sounds free amazing. Again. They have free Wi-Fi. <laughs> Fucking who cares? Yeah, it's Cave One is the password. But anyway. Excellent. As a kid, he would go with his father to the Mammoth Cave Hotel. His father's name was Lee. Little tidbit, Colonel, that I like to throw in just to just to just give to the listener personalize the person. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, Lee and uh, young Floyd would sell tourists rocks and arrowheads that he found uh, underground. That that Floyd found underground. So maybe Colonel, you bought some arrowheads that had originally belonged. To Floyd, yeah. although he died in the 1920s, so probably yeah, he not. he didn't really get him. Uh, by age 10, Floyd had dropped out of school and was scurrying the local caverns with a lard-fueled lantern in pursuit of Native American relics. Brandy, do you have a, a lard... <laughs> Brandy, do you ever, have you ever used a lard-fueled lantern in your life? No. Can't say She that thought about it for a while, Colonel. She did. You know, lard makes excellent lube, too. Just does it oh really? Oh, my God. Yeah, it does. Okay, you know what? Colonel, I you're just giving... I shouldn't you have know, to, but I'm going to say this. Nobody do that. It's in the book. Nobody do that. I, I'm saying that, and I shouldn't really have to, but nobody try that. Well, I mean, you got to pace yourself. Now, you don't want to be using lard if you're going to go, you know, if you're going to get... To some of the sections in the book where you you know you're doing the kind of the oh my God. rabbit thing where you you know you're increasing the volume because you don't want to get you know vaginous cookus Timmy the a cook vaginous cookus yeah you don't want to deep fry the vagina because you went too fast when you leave you, so that can happen that's a real thing huh it's a real thing yeah mm. it's a real thing Jesus. have you it's ever like, Brandy have you ever covered yourself with lard and then did the nasty with someone? I was going to say, I'm kind of covered with lard now. So. No, I mean, you know, have a romantic <laughs> evening. You got no, the music. You got the wine. I can't just... say that that's ever been a part of those interludes. I, I, I No. No. Absolutely not. You need to learn how to live, Brandy. That's all I'm saying. Well, I will keep that in mind. For By now. age 10, uh, he, uh, I said, as I said, he dropped out of school. By age twelve, does. Uh, by age twelve, he had memorized the turns of nearby Great Salk Cave, uh, and was venturing off established paths, uh, where he discovered moccasins, tomahawks, beads, footprints, and even the occasional body of explorers who came before him. So people died down there, and he he discovered uh, their bodies. Well, his their remains. Colonel, how much is uh? What's the exchange rate on wampum these days? Um, wampum, you you get about uh, 
Well, wampum. Let's see. You get about three wampums per dollar, Timmy. Oh, okay. It's like 30, yeah, the, 33 cents, basically. Yeah, then the economy is not doing as good as, you know, because with COVID and the casinos getting kind of hit hard, uh, the wampum is not doing as well as it could. But, you mm. know, they're, 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 they've they've got a uh, wampum stimulus bill. In, in <laughs> Do they Congress. really? Yeah, and, and hopefully they get things turned around. Oh, I hope so. Because uh, I hate to see, you know, I hate to see the wampum... Uh, you know, they start getting inflation with wampum because it would not be pretty, Brandy. It would not For be. For fuck's sake. It would not be. In 1910, when Floyd was 23 years old, a, geolo- a geologist from New York City. Hey, Snoop Dogg, say- bring it down a notch. I will say it again, Brandy. A yes. geologist from New York City. New I'm York this- City. I'm- I'm doing this for pain, devil. The pain you Ooh. cause me, devil. The pain Ooh. you cause me. You cause him. You cause him a lot of stress. Uh, Emotional, it's, physical. It's time you take some responsibility mm. for the pain that you cause others. Anyway, uh, a geologist from New York uh, paid the young explorer two dollars a day to be guided around the labyrinth. Uh, the caves. For two years, the farm boy taught the geologists uh, the rudiments of caving as the geologist taught the farm boy uh, geology. Those lessons later convinced Floyd that all the caves in the region were actually connected. As a teen, Floyd regularly squeezed through cracks that made other uh, explorers explorers balk. Uh, balk and his rep balk, yeah. Bach. And his like, uh, like a hoppy and deal. his reputation, his reputation as Kentucky's best caver spread across the country. I'm sure you people in Colonel people in uh, Des Moines, Iowa, were saying. Ever heard of Floyd Collins? And they say, oh, yeah, he's the guy that goes through all the caves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spread across the country. All across uh-huh. the country. Uh, local people spun wild stories about Floyd diving into caverns and emerging miles away, popping his head out of an unsuspecting landowner's hayfield, like, just like a gopher, Brandy. Sure. Naturally cur- curious, he once discovered a cave that taught and taught himself how to play church hymns on the uh, stalactites like a xylophone. Colonel, I'm sure you've played the stalactites uh, like a xylophone before in your life. Well, I was uh, I was once lost. To me, I did the Appalachian Trail. And, uh mm-hmm. As you know, I'd like to cover all the great things, and I. I it was Chuck and Yo-Yo Ma that went in and played a concert <laughs> on slag tights. I, okay, keep keep it going, Tim. I got somewhere <laughs> around Virginia, Timmy. Somewhere uh-huh. around Virginia, and uh, what does this have to do with Mammoth Cave? Anything? Anything tiny, to do with Mammoth tiny, Cave? Tiny little cave decided to explode. For me. And uh, I got trapped in that cave, Timmy. I got, got trapped. trapped. In that cave. And then I heard a growling noise, and uh, uh-huh. it was a bear, Timmy. 
It was a bear. And it was coming to, right. to attack me. Were Did you yo your mom make no. it stop? No, and then he realized... Then this is a stupid story. He <laughs> just stopped, and his head kind of tilted, and the bear said to me, Are you the colonel? I oh, said, God I damn am. it. And apparently, Timmy, we're big amongst bears. I, apparently. I did not know that. I that was, know that. you know, two minutes of my life I'll never Reached get back. Reached out his little hand. They don't, they, uh, bears don't leave a lot of reviews, though. They don't. Well, they, they don't. have a it's hard time typing, typing with those claws. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he just guided me right out of the cave, and I finished the Appalachian Trail. Timmy. Did I That's tell you amazing. about my trip on the Appalachian Trail? No, you've never told us that, yeah. that story before, right? Yeah, actually, I added four miles to the Appalachian Trail to me. There's the Colonel section in the Appalachian Trail. Oh, I did not know that, Brandy. Is there a little statue of you along the way? No, I don't want to. You know, I'm I'm not one of those grandiose types of people, Timmy. I'm I'm. Well, but I I mean, I I guess see a nice little statue of you with your walking stick. Can you see that, Brandy? I actually did it with a pogo stick, Timmy. I did it with a pogo stick. A pogo, pogo stick. Yeah. In nineteen seventeen, seemed too easy to me, Timmy. <laughs> you like a challenge, Colonel. I like a challenge. In nineteen seventeen, when he was nineteen years old, Floyd discovered a magnificent underground canyon with sheer vertical walls, a ceiling smooth as plaster, Brandy. And a flower garden of white, orange, and brown gypsum formations. Convinced it would enrich his family, Floyd named it Crystal Cave and began promoting it to tourists. Sadly, though, Brandy, no tourist ever came. Yeah. Because, because uh, Because as beautiful as Crystal Cave was, it could only be reached uh, via a tooth-shattering wagon trail that no one dared to drive. Now, Floyd had an answer for this problem. He bought a taxi cab to transport anxious visitors, uh, tourists, but he was unfortunately a terrible driver, Brandy, and once he literally hit the broadside of a barn. (laughs) Your thoughts on that, Brandy? Perfect. Perfect. Well, wait a minute. He bought a cab to go take these people down to this place. Yeah, so the, you know, tourist, the wagon tourist ride was, was, was teeth jarring. But in an old ass cab, sure, I can see how it would be a much smoother ride. Well, if you're getting this, he, he it was not in the main tourist area. So he was trying to find a way to bring the tourists to Crystal Cave because yeah. his family owned that, owned that land. Mm. I wonder if there's a Jason in Crystal Cave, Timmy. Like crystal, maybe crystal. His mask wouldn't fit through a fucking crack. Go ahead, Tim. It didn't help that you know our our listeners, Brandy. They like for us. They like to for the story to be marinated, right, Colonel? Yeah. They like to. They like to savor the story. It's not. It's and she's like. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, it's not like your your. Uh, I'm just trying to keep every us three weeks somewhat on topic since we're like an thing. hour into this and we're not so. even through the first page. But go ahead. <laughs> oh, you got somewhere to be now, do you, dude? What is more important to you than our listeners, Brandy? 
uh, nothing's the right more answer is nothing. I'm trying devil. to do nothing. them a favor. Nothing. Nothing. That's what you're supposed to say. I just did. And if you had kept your fucking well, pecker hole shut. Please, please don't attack him. We're, yeah. we're trying to get through this script. Yeah, we're trying to get through the story, devil. Could you just keep your rage and your bow and your acid stay tongue focused, to yourself? For, yeah. Stay, yeah. Mm. Thank you, Tim. Well. Thank you. It didn't help that the other caveowners were bit devil. <laughs> it didn't help that the other cave owners in the area were busy playing dirty tricks, Brandy. Mm. Nothing like uh, uh, nothing worse than a cave owner playing dirty tricks. Brandy. There's nothing worse than a dirty. Yeah, you get into a cave and somebody pulled a dirty trick on you, Timmy. <laughs> they regularly the other the other uh, owners, cave owners, regularly told tourists that Crystal Cave was closed. Or dangerous. They blocked the road with boulders and wagons. One time, five goons demanded that uh, Floyd hand over the lease to the cave and beat him uh, bloody when he refused to do so. His brother, Homer, had to chase them off with a shotgun. Homer's well, badass, I think you would have Brandy. to do much chasing with a shotgun. You just do some pointing. <laughs> And just for our listeners, throughout this uh, episode, we are going to be using uh, cave as a euphemism for uh, the female tingly parts because it's just fun to <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Uh, uh, it was funny when I was researching this. It's been a while. I was reading a book, this book on this guy. And I told Leanne, I said, you know, you should listen. You should read this book. It's it's pretty good. Well, we both, when we got into it, we both had to stop reading it because it's 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 so dark. It is really dark. So by late 1924, Floyd was determined to discover a cave that could beat the competition, Brandy, and erase his family's financial troubles. A few years later, a man named George Morrison had dug up a new interest into Mammoth uh, Cave, so so close to Cave City. Ever been to Cave City, Colonel, when you were down there? I've been Mammoth, there. Mammoth Cave. I've been there. They have a, uh, I believe they have a... I've been uh, to Rock uh, City, too, Timmy. Blue, uh, blue, don't they have a blue, uh, Bluebird Cafe down there? Mm-hmm. I think. They do. You remember you go down 75 every, you know, once you hit Kentucky, every farm had Sea Rock City painted on it, Timmy, as you were going yeah. south. Yeah. Sea Rock, I wonder if Rock City's even there anymore. Yeah, Look it's like, you know, like, uh, yeah. What happened, what happened to our assistant? I thought we was going to have an assistant uh, on this podcast. We did. We did. And then uh, Chuck <clears throat> was probably in charge of getting that going. Well, we had one, well, and I, I talked to them and got them all set up, and I said, you know, okay, get with Timmy and get with Brandy, find out what they may need. Apparently, the young man had a three-minute conversation with Brandy, and I have never spoken to him again. He was traumatized, probably. I believe he's in the witness protection program right this minute. So, so if you would like to be a If you would like to be an in- intern on the uh, History Dweebs channel, just forward your application to uh, to any one of us, and we will uh, consider you. It helps if you're attractive. I will say that. 
Yeah. Journal. And you can, it, it helps a lot if you like to work for Nothing. no pay. Mm-hmm. No pay. That, well, that's our priority, that yeah. you work for no pay. Yeah. Right. So Floyd, it's Floyd not, it, is it, trying. But it leads people into, uh, um, I, I like to think of Charlie. You know, we started oh doing our podcast before Charlie and Nina. So in a sense, I like to think of Charlie and Nina as uh, interns. I like to think <laughs> of them as our our, our protégés to me. As our, I see. Uh, as Are you saying that we kind of made them like like they were there? They they were not known to well, crazy something we don't like to known. talk about. But I think we all know that you know were it not for history dweebs, um, there would be no crime lines. There would be no uh, already gone. Um, Charlie, they might not even they might not even be podcasting. Period. Right. There'd there be, be no Joe Rogan. Podcasting. We was doing this before Joe Rogan. So, yep. you know, there'd be no 99% invisible or hey. NPR. Hey, focus. Yeah. Oh, focus. Okay. Oh, yeah. So anyway, okay. there was this big uh, cave war going on where all the <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of tourists are coming down to uh, to go into caves. And if you had a cool interest to Mammoth Caves on your property, you could, you really could make a lot of money, and that's what Floyd was trying to do, is to find a a uh, a, a entrance to the Greater Mammoth Cave on his family's property, so that they could cash in. Uh, so he started looking uh, for these this opening, uh, and he made an, an agreement with three farmers who lived nearby, uh, who owned land that was closer to the main highway so it would be easy for the tourists to get to uh, he made a deal with these uh farmers that if he found a cave they would form a business partnership and share in the responsibilities of operating this tourist attraction and also of course share in the profits now, working alone, within three weeks, he had uh, explored and expanded a hole that would later be called Sand Cave by the new news media. Now, Brandy, what what is your thoughts if uh, by its by name alone, if it's called Sand Cave, what would be one of your concerns? Um, that it had whoops. Collapse, devil, for Christ's sake. Learn physics. That it had some sand. Physics. I couldn't hit the right button. Learn some physics. <coughs> it's called sand cave. <laughs> sand cave. Yeah, I'd right. Be, I'd be worried what about is, sand fleas. What is falling on my head, Alex? Sand fleas. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be concerned about sand fleas. sand fleas. I would. I'm concerned about sand fleas. Well, most people would be worried about it not being a, a very safe Stable. cave to go into. Correct. Because sand sand tends to shift, Brandy. Didn't know if you're aware of that. Uh, you probably Shifting you probably I don't know if you I don't know if you slept with your geology professor or not. But trust me, if it's sand, uh, you got to be careful. Yeah, Brandy, do you know I... about poison ivy? If there's three leaves, you got to stay away. That's my motto. That's my motto, Brandy. That doesn't rhyme, though. It's not. 
Well, you know if it's three leaves. Leaves of three, let it be. I know. I know yeah. all that. Yeah. What does well, that I have never, to do with jack shit? <laughs> so I'm over on here, Friday. I'm over here already getting ready to drink because you fuckers are wearing me out. I'm trying to mix myself a beverage. So, you know, yes, the sand is collapsible. Yes, you're fucked if you get stuck in the sand cave. All of that. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So on Friday, on Friday, January thirtieth, nineteen twenty-five. See how I did that, Colonel? Even give you the day of the week, Friday, January thirtieth, nineteen twenty-five. You don't get that on other podcasts. What no. were you doing no, that no, day, no. Charles? What day was that, Devil? <laughs> January thirtieth, nineteen twenty-five. Uncle BS, what were you doing it's on Friday? That day? I was, it was uh, Friday. I was at the uh, Macomb County State Fair, Devil. Nice. Doing some, doing oh, some they, laying on. I heard they hands. had really nice. I heard they had really nice. They had the Battle of the Bands. You say? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Or laying on of hands is actually what he said. Yeah, I was doing some laying on of hands. <laughs> it's close. Close enough. I, completely I different. Battle of the Bands. Thing. Completely different. You know, I, I think Battle of the Bands, I mean, music is good, but I think it would be cool if they start fighting each other with their um, with guitars. With their instruments, yeah. Sharpen yeah. up some drumsticks yeah. and just really go at it. That's the real battle of the bands. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, all right. So on Friday, January 30th, 1925, I, I again, I point out that I'm including the day of the week. Have you ever listened? I mean, I don't want to besmirch another podcast, Colonel. But have you ever listened to Already Gone and Nina actually give you the day of the week that something happened on? You know, she's a little lax on that, Timmy. She she kind of glosses over some of those facts. Well, so on Friday, January 30th, 1925, it was only one day after that, Brandy, it was only one day left in January of 1925. It was 27 degrees out that day and overcast. Thank you, Colonel. You're nice. Floyd went out in search of a new cave opening, a new cave opening that would bring... Who among us has it, Timmy? <laughs> That's what I, I do. Spent, I spent most of, most of my 20s looking <laughs> yeah. for new cave looking openings. Looking for new cave openings. Now, Colonel, sometimes you have to... You, sometimes when, you, when you're looking for a cave opening, you might just find a really little small crack. Right. And you kind of have to... Right. You know, you have to kind of push your way through, through that, have, that initial do. opening. You do. You have to be very careful. Um, sometimes you gotta Gentle. go into the uh, the back entrance of the cave, Timmy. Yeah, the back entrance, and that sometimes those cracks are even smaller. <laughs> they are. They are. You can get yourself. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Gotta be careful, Brandy. Uh huh. So Floyd went. See again, we're using open. a uh, the cave as a. Uh, I know uh, an I know. allegory, Metaphor. if you will. Okay. The, uh, I will not. Female tingly pots. Uh huh. Brandy, when you were with your lesbian friends, oh yeah. I've got a question. Do they? Uh, because I mean, I, 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 I love you know. We're a very we're progressive. You know, we, we love all people. We love, we love all people. Out. What? <laughs> I've said that a million times. When, <laughs> That's what she said. When, yeah. uh, when they're intimate, when your friends, your softball friends, were are imp, imp, uh, intimate, I don't is know. Is it just like 
is it just like they're touching the outside or do they go all the way in or what how does that work how the fuck would i know <laughs> well i mean you you played softball yes i did it did. Right. I, Colonel, I'm, uh, I know you don't. I know. I don't. I'm not asking you to g- basically give away your knowledge mm-hmm. by bringing these sort of things up. But when uh, two uh, females of the same gender, mm-hmm. two yeah. females of the same gender, very yeah. nice, very are, nice, are expressing their love for one another. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing. How does that work? How does that work? What if you have two females of different genders? Well, it, it, there's a million things that, that can happen there, and it's it's so complicated. It's it's very much like a, a poly polyamorous algebra to me. Think of it like that. Oh. Um, I was never good at that. <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and that's really what your problem is, and I've warned men about this in the past, you know, bringing a woman in because... They know the girly parts better than you do, Timmy. They do. I know. It's well, not b- better than me and you. Well, not better than me average. and you, but the average bear, you know. Yeah. And uh, But I forget what the question is, but I still have answers. Exactly. Strangely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, there was a time when, you know, we all experiment with different things. And there were two... I met two lovely ladies in Costa Rica. We were drinking, yada yada yada, and they were they were affectionate mm-hmm. uh, to me and to each other. But of course, there was a certain point, Colonel, where I had lost any interest in that mm-hmm. um, relationship. And I went into the living room and watched uh, Sports Center. Right, as wow. you should. I should have stayed though, because then I wouldn't been able to t- tell you exactly what happened with these two young ladies. But let me tell you. Let me ask you a question, Timmy. To okay. go along, you know, my horse race theory. Um, had mm. you crossed the finish line? I had. So and, then, uh, what, by that, what was the I, point of I was sticking think- around watching the other losers, Timmy? You'd already won. <laughs> well, exactly. And yeah. uh, uh, one of the young ladies says, uh, I, I told one of the young ladies that when, you know, w- when we're having this race, you know, sometimes you want to. You want to hold back a little, Colonel. Like when, when well, you're sometimes on a horse, you pace you, you yourself. You pace yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to just go full bore. You want to. You want to pace yourself. Do I need to be here? And Brandy, I told the young lady, said, "You know how, Colonel? Uh, how did you last so long?" And I said, "Well, I tell you, when uh, when it gets to you know when it gets to a feverish pitch, I start thinking about baseball." Brandy. Start thinking about the colonel. <laughs> I start thinking about baseball, and she said, "Oh, that 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 explains it." And I said, "Colonel, I said, well, explains what?" She said, "That explains why you kept yelling slide." So, really, really. So on Friday, January the thirtieth, nineteen twenty-five, uh, Floyd went in search of a new cave opening that would bring tourists to him and to make his family rich. Because he's got this agreement with these farmers, right? For weeks, the 37-year-old Floyd uh, spent up to 12 hours every day 
clearing gravel, sandstone, and limestone. Oh, I'm sure. Well, he had a lot uh, from of a narrow room. passageway uh, winding below his feet. Uh, and this date was no different. Uh, Floyd removed his coat, hung it on a nearby boulder. He fiddled with his kerosene lantern and uh, slung it, slung his lamp. Oh, he probably had a Coleman, don't you think, Colonel? It's a, well, I don't know. Did, look. Yeah, the lard lamp. I don't think Coleman made made lard lamps. Uh, and he slung a rope over his shoulder and then dropped down into a manhole uh, size a manhole size cavity in the ground. When Floyd emerged, he was one of the most famous people in when he he thought when he emerged when he emerged he would be one of the most famous people in the world. Floyd dropped to his hands and knees and charged through the muddy pools of snowmelt. Oh, that's just embarrassing. Uh, that numbered to me. his that's just uh, that numbed his fingers and soaked his trousers. Behind him, well. Yeah, well, just imagine when he comes up and he's famous. That's that's the thing that people is going to remember his his uh, soaked uh, trousers. But anyway, uh, behind him, the last beams of sunlight gasp. At five yards deep, he encountered a four foot drop, and gently lowered himself down. Ex- he extended his kerosene lamp. Deep in a uh, hole, Timmy. Deep in a hole, Timmy. Orange. So he's deep in this hole, Brandy. Right. <laughs> we got ahead. The cave we got holes into a narrow. We got shaft narrow. We got clamping. jagged, loose rocks. Did do yeah, you think this the cave of a spasm, Timmy? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You got narrow shaft, Brandy. Shaft? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that shaft. Do a little, uh, a little shaft for us, Colonel. Well, I'm talking about shaft. No. Yeah, you know the, the Shut your mouth. We can shaft. dig it. Oh, shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. 
Look, <laughs> this is like, wait a minute. He's, he's building he's a trying, wonderful he's story. He's building yeah. here. You're the one that always yammers on about his pros. He's building <clears> here. We're building up to something, and you're interrupting him. Okay. So let's do. Let's. I, I need the tension. This is a tense moment in this story. So Floyd dropped to his belly, and the army crawled under under them. So he he's crawling now. He's in a narrow passageway. He can't stand up. So Fuck he's that. crawling. At 50 feet, he encountered the cave's first squeeze. But Floyd, like the colonel, was unfazed. Now, with proper technique, a man his size could squirm through a crack with less than eight inches of clearance. So, colonel, a man of his size, he could... That's... Squeeze through a crack. Yeah, if you can get eight inches, eight in, inches stop it. Doing okay. Stop it. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so he pressed his arms against his side, exhaled deeply to flatten his chest cavity, rocked his hips and abdomen, and, and he what? propelled. I'm sorry, and his oh, what? Whatever. His, his abdomen? And he propelled his body uh, toward his toes. So no. he's in this very... He propelled his, his body forward with his toes. Uh, oh, yeah. Christ. <laughs> so he's in this... He, uh, the point is, Brandy, he's in this very narrow space where he can even exhale without brushing up against the... Uh, exhale, sure. Yeah. ...sides of the, of the, of the cave. Yes. Uh, on the other side, the cave widened a bit, and uh, Floyd crawled like a toddler until the earth, earth pinched closed again. He wiggled through more body-hugging squeezes and emerged at a slopping pit. Sloping. Barely it's sloping, but that's cool. <laughs> what the fuck? Sloping. Are you high now? Like, why? These are words, Tim. These are words. He's not going to get drug tested for work anymore. (laughs) Well, that's true, but I mean, they're words, and the words that he's changing kind of change the meaning of the whole fucking thing. Okay, so he's squeezing. Listen, devil. Listen, devil. What? Only words and words all All he has to talk about the cave. Yeah. I like that, girl. Yeah. So it's a sloping pit rather than a slopping pit. Slopping pit is for (laughs) pigs. Slopping pit. The sloping pit is not what you want to get into. So he emerged at a sloping pit, barely wide enough to accommodate his body. I like that song, though. I do like that song. Oh, my God. Damn straight. You know what I mean? You know that? That's a good song. I think that won an award, a Grammy back in the day. Yes. Write that down, Brandon. It did. It It did. Go ahead. On the other side, the cave widened. Uh, oh, I already yeah, said he that. already, yeah. Uh, so now he's sometimes you can loosen up the cave. Well, just, we're at the you know, we're at the slopping pit. Proceed right now. slowly into it. Yeah, right. we're at the sloppy part. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> All right. So he's stuck, basically. No, he didn't. The pit dropped. Not yet, but he will. He's be. not stuck. The pit dropped. Well, why'd you he, give it the away? Dro- <laughs> <laughs> the pit dropped ten feet and curled horizontally. Well, not really. <laughs> horizontally, there's no T in there. It's horizontally. Well, oh my God! 
and was into a, a small cubby hole, Brandy, uh-huh. that terminated at a tight oh. crack. Oh, that his <laughs> It terminated, Colonel, at a tight crack that his brother would later describe as a chimney, chimney no bigger than your own body lined with uh, projecting rocks that dig into your flesh and tear at your clothing, Colonel. Nothing worse than a tight crack. That has projecting rocks. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. If they're projecting rocks, you don't want any part less of than, it. Less than 10% of all vaginas have uh, protruding rocks, Colonel. Yes, yeah. I would I would agree with Less that. Less than 1%. I, I would agree with that. Jesus. A vagina stone. Not so, a kidney stone. I ever tell you about that? No. 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 Kidney stone. You absolutely There's have. a vagina stone? There's a vagina stone? There's not. There, there's a vagina stone, Oh, my Timmy. God. There's not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can get how would you know? We, uh, the colonel is an expert. He's Did read a book. Did you just say, how do you know? Yeah. Being the owner <laughs> of one, and I've had one for 46 years... Um, you have a, you've had a vagina. No, I've had no, 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 no. Being the owner, of, like being the owner of that equipment, I have had one. I've had it for forty six years, and let me assure you, there is not a thing like that. See, Colonel, here's why. Here's why people don't like Brandy. Oh God, she cannot empathize with right. With people, it's empathize. It's ex- empathize, you fucking hillbilly. <laughs> Christ on a cracker! What the hell? You know what? You're better off just butcher the last part of this, so I can get to my part, and we can all understand words, Colonel. Fuck. Because <laughs> she does not empathize with people, with women, people of her own gender. Well, you know, she's not woke, Timmy, like we are. Yeah, that's yeah, the problem. Unwoke. She's just not. She's not as socially conscious. She's uh-huh, not the. Uh huh. Uh huh. She, she's really. We're, we're basically the uh, Joan of Arc of our time. Well, I understand that we're we're much more advanced than her. You're the Jones. You, you well, yeah, Jones. we're far more evolved. You're the Jones, yeah. Jim Jones. Anyway, well, I've I've heard now I've heard in a, you know that really we've got we we had it all wrong, Colonel. There's the women do not actually uh it, we it was believed that women you know had their menstrual period and they bled when really it turns out they may have had vagina stones vagina stones a sharp one hmm? a stagalite stagalite to me yes like just in the caves yeah stalactite stalagmite those a are vagina the stalagmite there you go yeah. all right so timmy mm-hmm. you got like yeah. two more sentences three more sentences Let's let's get so, through. It. So he'd spent the right. previous days doing what? Uh, you can do it. Removing rocks from here and a crack at the bottom. Finally, and oh, he, he removed rocks from this area, and the crack at the bottom finally looked like it was going to be passable. So he eased down. He eased down feet first, and carefully uh, rung his body through the enclosure. Rocks compromised his... Oh, it compressed. His, it compressed. <laughs> compressed his torso. Above, uh, above loose stones... Dang, above loose stones dangled millimeters from his neck. Ooh. It sounds like quite the fix that he's in, Brandy. Well, it gets better. All right. Bring Tell us what home, happens. devil. Bring us home. <laughs> 
Okay. The crack dumped Floyd on a ledge. Okay. He brought his kid. Do you think it broke his mama's back? Maybe. Maybe. Never step on a crack, listeners. Yes. Uh, break your mama's back. He brought his kerosene. What if your mama is no, is no longer with us? What what happens then, Colonel? What's that? Let's say Maybe. your mother is no longer with us. Does that crack? Does that do you, does you know? Is there sort of a pro- progression of whose back is uh, cracked? If you uh, you know, if you step on a crack, you'll break. Whose back will be broken if you? You know, you know what I've wondered about this. Timmy, quite some mm. some time, and maybe you know this is a little deep for you, devil. So you, I don't want to twist your brain up, but uh, when you say, you know, we were just talking about people being dead, my mom being dead, and 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 I, I just started wondering if I say, rest in peace, you know, mama, rest in peace. Do you think I'm disturbing her peace when I say that? It seems like because you would be. she's resting in peace, and then all of a sudden I say rest in peace, and she hears me, and she's got to stop a peace. So really, saying rest in peace is doing the opposite to the person. Okay, wouldn't you think? I, 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 I follow I follow your logic there, Colonel. Sure. But let me ask the Colonel one other question because he is a man of God. Uh, so Colonel, put on put on your uh, preacher's hat, if you would. Mm-hmm. Why do they say, why do people say they're God-fearing? I mean, isn't God supposed to be about love? Why would you fear God, Colonel? Well, because God, um, on occasion, Timmy, on occasion, he doesn't do this all the time, and this is why we can do this three-person podcast. But God will occasionally smite those who have it coming. Oh. Yeah, now he hasn't gotten around to the devil yet, but he will. He will. You One day, smite her? well, he's going to smite her. We're going to be, you know, Sunday morning, I'm going to be making the calls. I can't reach the devil. Well, it turns out God smited her the night before. Are you, you know, God-fearing, uh, Brandy? No, I do not fear God. Well, she's a Mormon, though, Colonel. He should kind of fear me, probably, but I do not fear God. All right. All right. Are we good? Are we, have we established yes, we, all we, that? I'm just kidding. It's a joke, a bad joke. We love we love the Mormons. I, yeah, settle down. Church of Latter-day Saints. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Donny Osmond. Do you guys sing him? Okay. Can you sing, a, give us a little puppy love, Colonel? Oh, my God. And they call it puppy love. Brandy, there's oh, women are listening right now that will have to change their underwear after this. This is so <laughs> nasty. Stop it. There's some stickiness going on there, Jimmy. Ugh. <laughs> Continue, Brandy. I, I wish you would not keep stopping. Uh, the listeners don't care about this. Yeah, story. they want to hear this story. Now, come on. All right. So the crack dumped Floyd on a ledge, and he brought his kerosene lamp forward and revealed a large room that dropped approximately 60 feet. Hungry to explore, he lassoed a rope around a boulder and rappelled into the depths. Then, like a cowboy. Yes. Then, he was hungry like the wolf. His lard lantern began to die. Oh, Uh-oh. no. And the explorer, he didn't bring enough lard. Well, you have to bring, good. listeners, you have to bring, if you're using a lard lamp, you need to bring enough lard. Yeah, you can't. But the problem is you can't fit the fat kid through the eight-inch crack, Timmy. Wow. It's a dilemma. It's a dilemma. 
So the explorer, yeah. the explorer decided that was enough. He was going to turn back. So he pulled himself back to the ledge and carefully inched toward the horizontal crack. He laid down, flipped on his back, ugh, and pushed the lantern in front of him. He squeezed Are his arms. Are you claustrophobic, Brandy? Oh, I would be in this situation, yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm terribly, Colonel. I know you don't like heights. I, I'm the, I'm the, that's how I am about, you know, closed spaces. I hate it. it well, I don't. He flipped himself on his back. I no, but he squeezed his arms against his sides, exhaled, and the snaked forward into the squeeze. So he's on his back and he's <sighs> trying to crawl, but I guess backwards. I guess. Like with his shoulders and yeah. shoulders. And, yeah. Suddenly, the cave plunged to black. Ugh. Floyd Floyd had knocked his lantern over, and the darkness... Oh, no. And the darkness was unfathomable. Ugh. Sight is so meaningless. Shoot me, man. I right. Just, you just have to shoot me. Yeah. Sight is so meaningless in these conditions that the fish living in the underground rivers of Kentucky's caves have no eyes. Mm, Floyd, however, did not panic. Hmm. He'd been caught in the dark before. He wormed toward the bottom of the 10-foot pit and dug his foot against what he thought was the cave wall. He lunged forward. Behind him, a rock crumbled, and his left ankle suddenly throbbed. Floyd instinctively paddled his feet, bucking the fallen rock with his right foot. Torrents of gravel tumbled around his legs and waist. The guilty stone wedged itself deeper into a crevice near his foot. Collins heaved forward, oh. and he heaved backwards. This is, like my wor- this is like my worst nightmare. Right, but he did not move. The explorer tried to breathe. He was effectively blind, His head sat directly below the 10-foot pit, and the cave hugged the rest of his body like a straitjacket. His left arm was pinned under his torso, his right by the rock ceiling above. He could not reach behind or ahead, nor could he roll over. Whenever he struggled, rocks tumbled into the abyss behind him and piled or piled onto his feet. Under the him, abyss. that's some writing right there. Yes, the under abyss. him, razor-like shards dug into his skin. Oh, see, I'm picturing that too. Yeah, mm. with his body oh, wrapped this, in this, this is like my worst nightmare. Right, uh, with his body wrapped in this stony cocoon, Collins clawed at the cave walls. Blood seeped from his fingernails. He began to sweat and then shiver until exhaustion swept him to sleep. He began a tormenting routine. Sleep, wake, scream. Sleep, wake, scream. Minutes melted into hours. His voice disappeared. sounds like my life, really. Yeah. Sleep, wake, scream. Sleep, wake, scream. Yes. Except for the existential dread somewhere in there. His voice disappeared. Go ahead. I'm sorry. His arms tingled numb and pain radiated up his ankle. For the next 25 hours, Floyd received Uh. only one visitor from the world above, trickling beads of snow melt that slowly, 
methodically dripped onto his face, drop by drop by drop. Oh, oh! So he's getting the Chinese water torture, right? Well, the Kentucky of, water torture, yeah, yeah. Few people had worried about Collins when he didn't return home Friday night. Earlier that same week, he'd spent thirty hours in the cave. He had been bunking at three different homes, and when he didn't return, his host for the night simply assumed that he was sleeping elsewhere. It wasn't until late the next morning that locals realized he might be lost or trapped. The first person to brave the cavern, which was soon given the name Sand Cave, was 17-year-old Jewel Estes. Lithe, but inexperienced underground, Estes never reached Collins. He froze at the last squeeze, but he got close enough to call his name. Estes scurried to the surface when the trap man yelped in response. One by one, men attempted to reach Collins. Each emerged soaked in mud, solemnly swearing to never enter the godforsaken hole again. By mid-afternoon, dozens of locals from Cave City had gathered outside. All failed to reach the trapped man. I wouldn't go back in there for a cold thousand. Bad as I need money, shuddered one rescuer. Oh, Ellis Jones said that. I'm sorry. At 4 p.m., Collins' 22-year-old brother, Homer, arrived from Louisville and saw dozens of men bickering outside Sand Cave. I'm just going to say this. Mm -hmm. If you're trapped in a cave, the first two guys you want showing up are not Homer and Ellis. That's (laughs) all I'm saying. Really, the the guy that could save him is is himself. He's probably the only one in that area that was... Yeah. That was what, yeah. All right. So, so I'm sorry, devil, but I'm, you're all right. So all these people are standing outside the opening, bickering, and Homer, badass that he is, ignored them, and crept into the cavern, still wearing his city clothes. Oh, oh, we had a city clothes. City clothes, and was greeted by the smell of cigarettes and alcohol that had been brought inside, because nothing says rescue like cigarettes and alcohol <laughs> when you're yeah, trapped in a cave. Up. It's turning to a circus now. Yeah. When he stalled at the 10-foot pit above his brother's head, he removed his pants, shirt, and shoes and slithered down in his underwear. When Homer got close to his brother, the soft sandstone would start to crumble all around Floyd. The more Homer tried to help, the worse the situation became for Floyd. And worse yet, Floyd blocked his own rescue. Pinched from the chest down... His hands and feet were out of view. Homer called up to have some food brought into the cave and fed his brother by handing, oh, I'm sorry, fed his brother by hand, pouring a pint of coffee down his throat and bringing nine sausage sandwiches to his lips. Immediately. Well, he should have called Cave Dash there, Colonel. Well, not just that. Mm -hmm. I mean, my God, you want him to, like, lose a little weight so he can get through. I mean, he's... You don't want to pork him up and then be all like, right? If if you're stuck in a cave, you right. don't. Want, last thing you want to do is put on some weight. Well, and like, well, here's the thing, Timmy. Here's the thing that coffee. This is I'm just talking about some foresight here, right? Mm-hmm. You pack somebody stuck in that position with nine sausage sandwiches. Who's gonna be wiping the ass in about an hour? Well, yeah. I mean, he poured a pint of coffee he can't down move. his throat. He can't move. He, he probably yeah. doesn't have a little plastic bag to put it in. Girl. Probably no, not. he doesn't. 
Somebody gonna have to clean him up. So Homer, Ooh, no, Homer's down there. He's stripped to his drillies, and he is trying. That's just uh, Brandy. That's the Colonel keeping it real, right? Keeping it real. <laughs> when keeping it real goes wrong, immediately <laughs> he began to remove the loose rocks clamped around Floyd's body, but new rocks tumbled to take their place. Homer emerged hours later, shivering violently, skin dangling from his fingers. As he recuperated near the cave's mouth, dozens more men attempted to navigate Sand Cave. All failed. Nobody would reach Collins until Homer re-entered at midnight. For approximately eight hours, Homer Collins white-knuckled a crowbar and hacked at the rocks clamped around his brother's chest. The cave did not yield. Uh, by sunrise, Homer's arms and back ached. His lungs burned and his mind despaired. As Homer foisted himself into the dawn sunlight on February 1st, he was greeted by a sea of unfamiliar faces. The, nothing says Kentucky like the smell of moonshine wafted gloomily through the damp winter air. The rescue had suddenly become a tourist attraction and the event was becoming a carnival-like atmosphere. Well, see, now he... he he met his goal. He said he wanted to bring mm -hmm. tourists. Sure. Now he's done. Men began to make wagers on when or if Floyd would get out. Huh. One genius suggested that Collins try to untie his shoes. <laughs> well, there you go. Another suggested that they send a contortionist down with a mallet and a chisel. You know what, Colonel? Contortionists do not get the credit they, they deserve. They so, do not, Timmy. They I do would, not. You know, when I was single, I dated a contortionist, uh, Colonel. It was pretty oh, you're a lucky man, Timmy. You're a lucky yeah. man. She could stand uh, stand upright, put one, wrap one leg around her, uh, around her neck, stand upright like a pelican, and drink, uh, drink a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. That's that's really the marrying kind, Timmy. Well, well, she got away. She got away. Uh, well. So these geniuses stood out there and they talked about TNT. Uh, dynamite. Dynamite. TNT. Uh huh. Dynamite. Oi. Yeah, oi. And argued oy. over cave-ins. Oi. Oi. They talked oy. about. Hey. They talked about. Uh gas torches and argued over gas poisoning. They talked about amputation and then argued over blood loss. Where were they going to well, amputate him at the waist? Mm -hmm. oh you got God. to be concerned about about uh, blood loss when you amputate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So at least they at least Brandy they gave us some thought. Sure. Yeah. But where were you going to amputate him? <clears throat> Whatever, I can't. All right, so approximately 100 men stood outside Sand Cave drinking and squabbling and failing to turn words into action. Floyd Collins could not understand why. Why does everyone just stay up there and talk, he reportedly complained. Floyd seemed unaware that he was the victim of his own talent. Trapped just 60 feet below the surface at the end of a 100... I've been 100 there. I know how he feels. Yeah. Trapped I've been a victim of my own talent before, Yes. <laughs> Trapped just 60 feet below the surface at the end of a 140-foot corkscrewing tunnel, Sand Cave was, to him, an easy journey. 
but every man who attempted to needle through the cavern emerged pale from exhaustion and fear. It disappointed Homer deeply. After his night shift underground, he had, asked, he had to ask some teenage boys to deliver food and drinks to his brother. But even the teenage ego was no match for Sand Cave. The food and blankets were shamefully stuffed into cracks in the cavern walls. <laughs> Fuck it. Just drawing bears into Yeah. <laughs> Grown men were just as unreliable. Countless self-professed heroes descended into the cave with food and supplies and returned with positive progress reports. Floyd's in good spirits. He's wrapped in his new blanket, and he devoured everything that I brought. <laughs> All of them lied. Yeah, they, they're sitting they're sitting halfway <laughs> down eating the sandwiches and drinking the coffee. And... Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's down there playing yeah, PlayStation. He's doing, good. <laughs> he's doing great. Yeah, we're joking. Um, when really, when really, what you're saying, Brandy, they never even got close to him. They just no, said that. To they all lied. Face saving. Yes, yeah. they all lied except for Homer. Nobody reached Floyd on February first. Yet, due to these phony reports, everyone thought Floyd was at least receiving food and water. Well, they no, they're taking him coffee and whiskey. Jesus Christ! <laughs> After 24 hours, and saucy sandwiches, saucy sandwiches. Yeah. Um. Let's see. After 24 hours, Floyd was still in the position he was in when he became stuck. The cold water continued Ugh. to slowly drip on the top of his forehead, enough to be oh a constant annoyance, yet not enough to drink. Not close enough to drink, I'm sorry. Homer would spend Sunday night removing rocks from Sand Cave. The following morning, as he dried off near a low-lying campfire, a baby-faced reporter from the Louisville Courier-Journal approached him. I hear you're the brother of the fellow who's trapped in the cave, the reporter said. Homer looked the kid up and down, glared at his fancy khaki suit, and answered his question with snorts, hrumphs, and other noncommittal grunts. Finally, he gestured to Sand Cave. If you want information, there's the hole right over there, Homer said. You can go down and find out for yourself. Oh, Homer. Homer. are getting a little testy. Yeah. Homer underestimated the kid. His name was William B. Miller, but he went by Skeets. A nod to his wiry, mosquito-like physique. Mm. Um, and as a 21-year-old reporter, he earned only $25 a week and rarely received a byline for his work. So when Homer challenged so this is him... A, this is a break. This is a break for him, in other words. Yeah. So when Homer challenged him... It's like him, baby Jessica stuck in a well. A little bit. Really, it really is. It becomes a national... You know, actually, in the internet. It's a big story. deal down there. When yeah. I was down in Mammoth Cave, it's, it's a big deal down there. So when Homer yeah. challenged him, Miller removed his suit, draped himself in coveralls, and grabbed a flashlight. Weighing just 117 pounds, Miller's... kind of like Geraldo, Colonel. But yeah. not at all. Yeah. Uh, a little tiny skinny one, yeah. Weighing just 117 pounds, Miller slowly slinked mm -hmm. past the squeezes. His muscles trembled and his teeth chattered. He imagined being suffocated under a crush of rocks. He felt water pooling below him. Uh, and probably in his coveralls, too. Well, yeah. people, uh, <laughs> people above had lift, lit campfires near the lip of the cave, causing more snow, snow melt to pour in. 
Man, nothing's going right. I mean, they're very helpful. You, you you light your lard uh, your lard lantern and it melts the snow and it makes mm. things worse. All right. Well, this poor motherfucker here. Let's see. Uh, at the last tight spot, his heart thundering like a drum. Miller called for Collins and heard somebody groan. Uh huh. Miller closed his eyes, inhaled, and slid haplessly down the ten foot pit. He landed awkwardly. On Colin's head, because <laughs> is there a way to not land awkwardly on somebody's head? Uh, who grumbled his annoyance? I guess uh, the newspaper. He's probably thinking, "Fuck, you're you know at least I did, you know yeah, the water son dripping of a bitch. on my head was bad yeah. enough." <laughs> the newsman, his motherfucking reporter, lands right. on my head. So the newsman apologetically scurried back up the pit, repositioned. And carefully slid down a second time. Why would he? Uh, whatever. He tried asking the trap man questions. What? What? Let's. I'm not going to help you, but if you could just answer a couple questions, well, that'd be he's, great. He's there for us. He's there for the story. So here's the. Th- you got to have when you're a professional journalist, Brandy. You have to have. You have to have distance between. Yourself and but Collins the so, event that you're covering. Well, wait a minute. So this is what I love. So this son of a bitch is the only one that can actually get down there in a position of some kind. Mosquito, yeah, yeah. But he just asked him questions. Collins is incoherent. So Miller took mental notes and skedaddled. It took him half an hour to reach <laughs> the surface, and when he did, he found that he had himself a scoop. You know what the scoop should have been? That he fucking saved this poor little son of a bitch. Oh, my God. Well, you got the story. Ugh. So the story appeared... An exclusive. Yeah, well. So the story appeared the next day in the newspaper. The AP picked up the story, and it wasn't long before CBS, Mutual, and NBC Radio had crews at the site. The crowd outside the opening had grown into the thousands. The story soon became a national newspaper sensation and one of the first major news stories to be reported using the new technology of broadcast radio. The rescue attempt grew into a major national and international news story. Unfortunately, all the notoriety didn't help Floyd get out of the cave. <laughs> oh, my God. There. Yeah. Uh, around, He's famous. Yeah, he is famous. Around the 72-hour mark, Floyd began to hallucinate. He reported seeing angels and even eating a heart, a hearty meal. On Monday, February 2nd, it marked right, the so end. This is Monday after the, they went in on a Friday. Right. So this is three on, days later. On February 2nd, it marked the arrival of a second outsider, Lieutenant Robert Burden, a lean 33-year-old Louisville firefighter who walked and talked with a tell-it-like-it-is swagger that blurred lines between confidence and arrogance. And like right, hundreds so before him... Type of guy. But, well, and like hundreds before him, Burden came to save Floyd Collins. Well, I, Colonel, if you were stuck in a cave for three days and someone finally got someone with swagger finally coming down there to rescue you on February the 2nd, what's your first question you're going to ask? What well, took you so goddamn long? <laughs> I was thinking more like did uh, did the uh, you know did they 
the the uh, what is it the uh, on February second the groundhog did he see his shadow? Yeah, That's did he see his shadow? Yeah. Yeah. Well, probably the first thing he's thinking is, "Could you wipe my ass?" Because I had nine <laughs> sausage sandwiches. Sure. And, you know. All right. What's All right. this guy's name again? Brandy. Starting to get diaper rash down Lieutenant here. This Robert, arrogant guy. Lieutenant Robert Burden. Um, All right. And he, like Miller, was able to crawl within reach of the trapped man. Okay. Charles, do you want me to read this next part, or do you want it? Yeah, go ahead. You, you've kind of you, you've enchanted me, Devil. I'm 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 kind All of right. just enjoying listening along here. All right. Upon so we finally got someone here right. that can that has confidence he's going to get Floyd out. Um, right. Upon seeing Collins for the first time, Burden gaped in astonishment. We got a hell of a problem here, he said, shaking his head. <laughs> but I think we can get you out with a rope. Well, there's no we here, Chief. He has a problem. (laughs) You can come and go as you please. We, whatever. Um, Burden then peered. He he was talking about the collective we, Brandy. Um, Let's see. Burden then peered into the hole, clasping Floyd Collins' body and grimaced. Well, we might pull your foot off. (laughs) (laughs) Pull my foot off, the trap man said, but get me out. It's unclear if Burden knew that Floyd Collins had lost touch with reality earlier that day. <laughs> Before you asked him if he could pull his shirt sure. off. <laughs> yeah, we might yeah. have to pull your foot off. But the firefighter yeah. returned to the surface and insisted to the crowd that Collins had approved the rope pull idea. Okay. The crowd muttered disapprovingly. Muscling Floyd's, <laughs> muscling Floyd. You know, they, they they don't think it's a good idea. Well, in other words. muscling Floyd. Well, nobody's come up with anything else. Muscling Floyd out seemed sounded <laughs> medieval. Fucking leg off. Yeah, it would certainly it break his foot medieval. if not amputated. Do you know who they needed down there, Timmy? You know who did not show up for this, but I'm sure could have saved this man. Who? Wiley Coyote. Because oh, he yeah. had better store, better plans than any of these people had. Well, well, got his, and I'm sure he could have. He could have got. He could got. You know, he got online at Acme. Yeah, right. Uh, I yeah. don't know. He probably would have used dynamite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, this this idea is about as stupid. Yes. Go on. Muscling Floyd out sounded medieval. It would certainly break his foot if not amputate it, and many worried that he might bleed out. Others advised that the knife-like rocks lining the cave wall might fillet his body. A doctor in the crowd offered a second opinion. I can picture that in my mind, Timmy. Thank you, Garner. I love this. A doctor in the crowd offered a second opinion and professed that a rope pull would stretch Collins' internal organs like taffy. Well, you could have kept that to yourself, Jack Wagon. See, you're not helping here, <laughs> right? We're, now, we Floyd, need to be... we're just gonna we're gonna tie this. We're gonna wrap this rope around your neck here, Floyd. Exactly, and we're gonna pull real hard. <laughs> All right, they pull your leg off, right? Yeah, but we'll get you out of there. So, Burden was um, he was insistent that there was no other option. Uh, the locals, whose well of ideas, yeah had dried up days ago, agreed. (laughs) 
at 5 p.m., hour 79. You know, it's like, I can, I can just see these guys. They're drinking moonshine, and, you know, mm-hmm. how do we get that son of a bitch out? There? And this guy's like, I think we can just rip his leg off. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. If it weren't for that goddamn leg, hold we my beer. get him out of here Yeah. <laughs> well, so at hour 79, a special body harness oh. was brought to the cave. Homer Collins, Skeets Miller... And Robert Burden slid into the darkness with a hundred-foot rope. Uh, Skeets is still around. Homer led the way. To calm his brother's nerves, he fed the trap man ham sandwich. Jesus Christ. He fed the man ham sandwiches, a coffee, and whiskey. So he's drunk. He's drunk and full, and if he pukes, he's going to gag on his own. pull his fucking leg off. Well, I mean... (laughs) And he's so got constant water dripping on his head. He's insane by this time. Well, yeah, I think we established yeah. that. So, relaxed by the company of food and family, for fuck's sake, Collins confessed he didn't really want to lose his foot. And Homer <laughs> listened patiently. Then he spooned Collins a sedative that, in Burden's words, was designed to help build up his vitality to stand the shock if we do happen to pull his foot uh, off. They gave him some morphine, it sounds like. Well, some, uh, cocaine would be whatever. La- what is it? Landrum? Oh, Lodham. Lodham. Yeah, Lodham. Yeah. If they would have given him so co- some cocaine, he would have just dug himself out. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why that idea wasn't floated around. Yeah. He would just vibrate himself out. Anyway, yeah. Homer strapped the harness around Collins's chest and knotted the rope. Above, you know, he would have. It would have been worse if he, Colonel, if he had been a heroin addict, because then he had went. Not only would he he been stuck in a cave with the water dripping on his head, but he'd been going through withdrawals at the same yeah. time. That yeah. would suck. That would. Yeah. Suck. And not that just shitting suck. himself, but uh, throwing up all over. <laughs> well, he can't throw up all over, so he would just thrown up and swallowed it. He's on his <laughs> yeah, back. Don't forget. Yeah. Uh, above. <laughs> Miller crouched at the top of the pit. So uh, what we're saying, Brandy, is could be worse. It could be worse. I don't know much about how, but yes, I guess it could. So Burden clutched the cord further up the cave. Several other men assisted. I'm going to put assisted in in little air quotes because I doubt that they did. (laughs) Uh, Several other men. They were eating the sandwiches the other guys left behind. Right. Yeah. So they assisted near the cave's mouth. On Homer's count, the rope went taut. Floyd gasped as his body elevated from the rubble. Burden clenched his teeth and snarled at the men to tug harder. Miller jerked at the rope, and the trapped man wailed. Because Collins... Fucking stop! Yeah. Because Collins was trapped... Change my mind. Change my mind. <laughs> Fuck it. It's not too bad down here. Yeah. I can make this work. Well, yeah. yeah. So, but because he was trapped Maybe some saucy on his sandwiches back, every once in a while. Well, here's the thing. Because he was trapped on his back um, in a horizontal position with his lower body wrapped by rocks and gravel, his back had warped into a letter L and the sand cave filled with screams. Uh. Okay. So, all right. So... He's his. Nobody could bring the motherfucker a pillow. Well, hold on. They get all these ham sandwiches. Bring him a pillow. Right, but here's the thing. So <laughs> and his, a blanket. So his top half. He thought what was a good idea was he slid on his back and got his top half in and got stuck, 
and then rocks came down and basically he's in a backwards leaned over position right yeah mm-hmm. and right. now his back is warped jesus i thought it was I'll bad a, before I'll, I'll put a diagram uh i saw a neat diagram of it oh my god a, a visual he's he gonna need see. a chiropractor i'll put it up on the i'll put it up on our facebook in our facebook group but go ahead all right he's so he's don't do it don't do it don't do it floyd cried and finally oh you motherfuckers oh you stop it stop it stop <laughs> it oh you motherfucker and finally the men stopped pulling homer couldn't stand it he began well, pulling sounds like the opposite homer was kind direction. of a pussy to me well he began pulling the opposite direction and somehow mustered the strength to wrench the cord from the other man's hands the rope <laughs> i guess Good thing Homer is out there because these guys are going to pull him. I mean, what is like, what was it, Colonel? Like they used to do what? Um, Drawing and quartering. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was, right? Basically, they just rip you apart. Hmm. All right. So, so he, so Homer yanks, you know, yanks the yanks the rope, pulls it out of the other guy's hands, and the rope, like Colin's body, lay limp on the cave floor. No progress had been made. There would be more attempts. Engineers were brought in to see if the shaft, see if a shaft could be built to free Floyd, but they all agreed that any attempt to build a shaft would certainly lead to the cave's implosion. Coal miners were brought in to free Floyd, but they had no success. There was an attempt to build a parallel tunnel to free Floyd, but it failed as well. How do you attempt? What? How do you fail? Whatever. In the meantime, Floyd well, Floyd grew weaker. After a week, well, they, they they brought these engineers in to figure a way to, right, and, and they were going to just dig a a hole parallel to them, and hopefully they they could then right reach him and pull him. But out. I feel like that could have been done early, but whatever. So in the meantime, well, right. there's a bunch of local yahoos. Yeah, I mean, eventually, because this became a national story, that on radio, right, and, you know, actual people who knew what they were doing, sure. In the meantime, in the meantime, by then it was too late. Right. In the meantime, Floyd grew weaker. After a week in the cave, Floyd lost touch with reality. Jesus, I'm like three hours in the cave and I'm losing touch with shit. Uh, Oh, a week? Can you fucking imagine? No. You've you've missed a whole week of uh, TV shows. Yes. Uh, He spent his days suffering from hunger pains. So they stopped feeding him? Seriously, I mean, like, they're bringing him ham sandwiches and shit, and then all of a sudden they just stop feeding him? Well, they're him. trying to, I mean, going back to your earlier point, they know that they can't, if he's bloated, they can't get him out of there, so they're, they put him on a right. crash. Well, obviously. But he spent his days suffering from hunger pains and in the evenings shivering from hypothermia. Finally, on February 17th, after two long weeks trapped in the sand cave, oh, two weeks. Floyd succumbed to hyperthermia. Hypothermia, not oh, hyperthermia, hypothermia. Floyd. Sorry, Floyd Collins was 37 years old. Today, Mammoth Caves are one of the most visited tourist attractions in the United States. And if you go down the one cave, yeah. you can probably still see his fucking warped out body. <laughs> I think they got yeah. him out of there, but they eventually got his body out of there. But I think it was like after three months. He was down there for like three months, I think. Good Lord. No, well, they had to. Yeah, once I he decomposed, to curb, he was to easier curb. to get out there. Well, yeah, because you could just, to, his skin would just slide off. 
yeah. due to uh, to Colonel's point. I think there's a uh, they have a uh, exhibit down there. They do. He's a big yeah. deal down there. He was he was yeah. really the the most well known cave explorer at the time down there, and he. Uh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> that's how he, he, died. he was. It was horrible. he was the evil Knievel of caves. Clearly, that, really. uh, to me, you know, uh, to me, that's the worst way possible you could die. I mean, yeah, I, I can't think. You know, that's just to me that gives that just makes me shiver. But you know, but the thing is, too. I mean, I get that Floyd was, you know, very experienced cave dweller person, but like, and he didn't deserve this, obviously. But you kind of have to be prepared for, you know, I could get stuck in here. Yeah, he he broke a lot of the rules. Yeah, I could uh, get stuck in uh, here. Splunkers, you need to bring. Well, you're not never supposed to go alone. First of all, yeah, you're supposed to also have. A backup lantern or light. I mean, so yeah, he he. You kind of know a lot of this. If you're doing that shit, you kind of have to know. Hey, at any point, shit could make a left, and I'd be fucked. Well, yeah. I think what you what you have to always keep in mind. Rule number one, and 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 this is somewhere in my book. Uh, I don't know where it's indexed, but if you're dealing with strange caves, they're especially tight. Um, mm-hmm. I think Floyd could have got out of this if he would have had the proper amount of lube with him, Timmy. Lube is important. You should always carry lube with you, Brandy. If you're gonna have, you're gonna be dealing with especially tiny caves, and you're mm-hmm. gonna be trying to force yourself into that. You have to. Have you the need lube. some. Uh, you need some. Yeah. If he would have had a little Astro Glide, he'd be out of that. If he had he'd just had today, like a, it, a human size condom on, Brandy, uh-huh. right? He would have been okay. <clears throat> Right. It would have been okay. All right. All right. Well, Brandy, what is your final thoughts on caveman Floyd Collins? It's just it's just a terrible way to go. It really is. Yeah. Like I said, um, I was reading this book on this guy. By the way, the book is called Trapped, uh, and it's available on Amazon if you're interested in reading it. Like I said, I was reading it, and I got about halfway through and Leanne was also reading it, and we we gave up on it because it was, you know, we're both claustrophobic, I think. And even if you're not claustrophobic or not, like you said, Brandy, you're not normally claustrophobic. Yeah. Uh, that has to be a terrible way to to go. It does. Well, I can't Colonel, imagine your, it was pleasant. What's your final thoughts, Colonel, on... Floyd Just Collins. Stay out of the goddamn caves. You know, get yourself a, a legit job. It sounded like he was kind of a slacker. And, Find a uh, girlfriend for Pete's sake, Floyd. He yeah. should have been he should have been working at the filling station or something. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, we uh don't have <clears throat> the uh Patreon list this week because I was in the process of uh moving. Well not process of moving, but cleaning out my office so we didn't get uh, the uh, patreon list today but we will uh we do want to thank all of our supporters on patreon if you would like to support us on patreon just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs all one word where you can give a little you can give a lot or a kernel or just a wee little bit timmy i do have to give one hold on let me find the name to me and i'll get it special shout out um, little drum roll, little drum roll, Brandy. 
I got a pee. Because I got their name, the 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 somebody, and I got their name so wrong last time that they sent me a message saying, "What? Who in the hell were you talking about?" <laughs> um, and it is Emily or Emmy Tarkokov. What? What's Emily em, Emmy Tarkokov, Timmy? Emily Tarkokov. Well, Emily, thank you very much for supporting the podcast and we'd like to thank all of our friends who support the podcast as i said the podcast continues we're going to have a new episode for you next week so thank you for joining us everyone and we'll see you next time on history tweets good day bye everyone bye. say goodbye brandy oh she's drunk timmy she fell out already <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.